Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. I am your co-host Cliff Schechter, here with proud Illinoisan and person who can't stop cutting me off when I welcome you to the show, That's John Aravosis. That's me. <laughs> Hey. hey John, how are hey. you? How how Chicago treating you? It's hot Chicago. and humid. It reminds me of DC. Literally, it's like nineties and humid. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It's supposed to be nicer here. DC's the nasty nineties yeah. and humid. Being that we're sort of about, you know, almost as far west as Chicago. I'm talking about Cincinnati, and almost as far south, or a little further south, I'm sorry, than DC, we get that same weather in, in spades and it's yeah. awful. So but yes, it's, it's to be humid nicer here in the summer. I mean, nicer than D.C. at least. I mean, D.C.'s still nasty, but this has been yeah, – anyway. It's been a little um, hot and humid, but that's fine. I was, I was tempted to say the, the famous line from, uh, from <laughs> uh, Good Morning Vietnam, but I don't know if it's P.C. anymore. Oh, Can I just no. say it? Hot and humid. Oh, it, it's Robin Williams says it. Where he's, he's like, it's hot and humid out there, which is great if you're with a woman. Terrible if you're in the jungle. Oh, I don't think it's not P.C. I don't know what the – I don't quite get what it even means, to be honest, but yeah. Well – Hot no, no, but I mean, hot woman, human. Why is not it hot and humid great if you're with a woman? I'd be more uncomfortable. If I was with somebody yeah. wanting sex, I wouldn't want it hot and humid out. Yeah, but he means hot and humid because of the heat you're producing, not because oh, of the gotcha. outside. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. In any case. All right. In any case, so that one fell over like a Led Zeppelin, yeah, okay. if you will. But it was Robin um, Williams, so it's okay. It was so, Robin Williams. He can, he can well, say anything he wants. So uh, our I mean, topics today. Yes. We're talking... Yes. COVID, 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 because it never goes away and it has to, yep. we have to have updates. Uh, there are some positive ones and, and there's some negative and pretty scary ones out there. Yep. Um, we're talking about uh, Afghanistan, which a um, whole bunch of media people made sure to, to both sides it after they all the time criticizing Republicans and go off on Biden on what agree I would agree was some chaos in the beginning. But what's funny now is they're nowhere to be found with the incredible, I mean, Somebody we've had on the show before who does security stuff, Alan Silverberg, um, has likened it to, to a Dunkirk, a modern Dunkirk by the air. That right. they, in nine right. days or so, have gotten 80,000 people out. And last we heard from Clarissa Ward, who was saying she was at the airport, it was a mess, and they had to get 50,000 people out in two weeks, and there's no way they could do it. Well, they've gotten 80,000 out in like nine or 10 days. So yep. perhaps yep. worth discussing if media people will say, oh, okay, maybe we overdid it. Maybe there was some were some problems. We got it wrong. Yep. And you know, but they won't mostly. Um, and and then um, COVID, 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 COVID. Well, that too. And there was an interesting thing going on. Uh, if you're a rock and roll fan, the way I'm a big yes. one, um, with the band Nirvana. <laughs> That's going to be a fun and interesting story, and culturally important for, well, for just, some reasons. Why don't you start we'll with it? We already told people what we're doing, so start with the Nirvana story. So the Nirvana story is the the, the famous album cover to the, their their breakthrough album when they went from being a popular alternative band to being you know or, or grunge band to becoming like huge right. um, was Nevermind you know and that had smells like Teen Spirit on it which is probably is often ranked one of the top twenty songs of all time by places like Rolling Stone a lot of other songs Heart Shaped Box and other ones you're probably familiar with <clears throat> um, and. Um, tragedy of Kurt Cobain killing himself, uh, was addicted to heroin when he was 27. He even made it that much more. Uh, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix kind of way, poignant, right. you know. Um, and um, so here we are. What? Here we are entertainers. I could sing this song. Uh, it's like 30 years later, whatever it is. And the kid, there was a famous album cover, which was a critique of 
of sort of you know rampant rabid capitalism where you've got a naked baby in a swimming pool for like four month old baby. four month old baby really yeah, young. I mean yeah. very little yeah. baby it became a fam- very famous image yep. swimming towards a dollar bill that's on a hook as yep. in you know the baby throwing himself into the water to go after money blah 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 take, take all the all the sort of metaphors imagery you will out of that but it became a really famous image um, and the guy who's now grown up, who was playing the baby, is now suing Nirvana for sexualizing his image and him, yeah. um, and for you know, I guess child porn. And I, I, you can go if you want, John, or I'll give my. I've got a pretty strong opinion on this. No, give, um, give your opinion first, and I'll jump in. My opinion is absolutely fucking ludicrous. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> If you look at the image, there there's nothing less sexual I can think of. Yes, you can see the the baby's winker. Um, as if you go to most beaches in in the Western world, people have little babies running around naked, and they're not committing acts of child porn. But Four this old. image, exactly right, months old. I'm not talking about like a four year old. This image was quite clearly meant to 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 convey. That this naked baby, we, you know, we're like sort of naked in the water when you can't swim. We'll do anything to get to that dollar bill. Yeah, that yep. was that was the point of that image. There is literally nothing sexual. It would never cross your mind that there's no. anything sexual about it. No. And the bigger deal is, is this dude over the years, every five years has reenacted that that image. Right. So right. you can find, you know, you can find photos of him out there. And for the 25th anniversary, they did a big reenactment. You know, with this guy now, whatever he was, I guess 25 because he's a couple months old, um, you know, of the of the whole thing. And so he he's made untold amounts of money. I mean, that image went famous. He was a child model, I assume. He made money off of the original album cover. He's made right. he had to have made money at the very least off of that 25th reunion thing. And now, you know, now he's <laughs> trying to claim that he was sexualized or whatever. Yeah. To me, again, what it's emblematic of, uh, you know, in, in the irony of the whole thing is he, in a better way than Nirvana ever could, critiqued our culture of capitalism and people right. doing anything to make a buck. And by the way, well, again, yeah. I, I always feel like I throw this in there. I'm a big mm. believer in regulated capitalism. I'm talking about the kind of yeah. virulent, you know, job of the hut, anything for money kind of capitalism. Right. And like, it, you know, so here's yeah. this guy who does this image and what is he, he chasing money? What's he doing now? 30 whatever years later? He's chasing money. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's so, doing. I mean, what, you know, what's interesting, except I don't think it's dispositive because people were bringing it up on Twitter, is uh, the story says that, and I don't know how they got away with this, but that whether it was one of the guys from Nirvana or whatever knew his parents, but whoever it was, somebody connected to Nirvana knew the parents and had taken the photo and used it for the album cover with, but the parents had never signed a release. But now that I think about it legally in that article, Nirvana's some nobody band. The guy knows the father, takes the funny picture, says, dude, can I, oh my God, can we use this on our cover? And the father goes, sure. Right? That's just, that's totally plausible that that's what happened. And the fact that the album goes big and the parents have never, unless the parents literally got hit by a car the moment after the photo was taken, why didn't the parents ever complain? Why didn't the parents ever sue? Because the parents gave permission is what it sounds like. 
Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. And Nirvana well, I'm was sure they got money for care. it. I, I'd be shocked. Hey, but they didn't got money for it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, so in other words, if he, yeah. what they, yeah, you finish. Sorry, and I'll. No, I was just gonna say, but it, it's so. I mean, we don't know, but but people shouldn't just assume, especially the part that you know the parents never signed a release. Well, first of all, the parents never signed a release. Then you go after them for the money you're owed. You don't go after them and claim child porn, especially nowadays. I just feel like you know we've gotten into, and again. On all this, on all of these issues, Me Too and everything else, civil rights, you name the issue, we're in this hypercritical where to some degree it's positive, right? Cuomo, I think, deserves what he got. hyper-victimized. Well, but the only thing is some of the victims are victims. So like no, it's, it's often right. It is, it is right. But th- there are but, always other people taking advantage of And that's what, what this feels like yeah. to me. And it and yeah. and treating it seriously and especially calling it child porn is just going into a whole it, – it minimizes child porn. That's, That's my problem. Yeah. If it, I'll tell you this: if it were a lawsuit that said we took this image, we didn't know how big the album was going to go. They never yeah. gave us a cent. We yeah. absolutely deserve, you know, whatever percent or whatever. That I'd, I'd be all behind. I'd be because with when that. people yeah. rip off people, you know, who provide creative. I'm a crip. That's what I do. I do creative stuff. But people rip off people that provide anything: photography, writing, this, that. Uh, you know, I'm a big defender of, of of people like that. I mean, I remember. How Adam West, you know, never made any oh, yeah. money off of that Batman series because yeah. he was a no name. They got him to sign some ludicrous deal, so he got no money for. I mean, that show ended up being, you know, serialized. How you know, it was on for years, yeah. you know, uh, in reruns. And I thought that was utter bullshit. And frankly, he should be able to sue and get something. So I have a big problem with that. If that's what this were about, then you know, then I would say, and, and again, you're a lawyer, and I, you may have seen more stuff. I haven't seen anything about that. All I've seen is him claiming he was sexualized. Yeah. That's yeah, the reasoning gross. he wants money, and to me, it's that's gross. utter bullshit. I'm sorry. And well, and so. also, I mean, exactly, just the whole creepiness. It's a four month old. I mean, honestly, him even claiming it's sexualized creeps me out. I'm like, it's a four month old baby. Go away. Right. Like, what are you even? I mean, I mean, it's almost I, when you would sort of were doing the lead in. I was almost going to say like. You know, no one thought it was sexual until now. Now he's got me thinking that way, which is creepy. <laughs> you know, like, oh, well, anyway. He doesn't anyway. have me thinking that way because I think he's yeah. utterly full of shit. So, you know, I mean, you know there's no funny? merit to it. You know what's funny, by the way, though? You got me thinking. A friend of mine posted a uh, baby picture with him and his – and the sister was – you know, two years old and naked at the beach or whatever the hell it was. On Instagram, and Instagram cropped the photo – yeah, I've now, heard of that happening. With now, the only thing too. is, though, that other people were explaining it to him, or maybe Instagram sent him a note explaining it, and 
apparently because it's gotten so creepy online. Like he didn't, he, at first he was like, what? And then he thought, oh God, you know, but it's right. kind of sad. I would say there's a better point. safe than sorry aspect to that. Yeah. That I would rather have them, you know, overdo it than underdo it. And if you contact them and say, look, here's who I am, blah, 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 blah. Maybe they rectify the situation, but you know, Facebook and, you know, well, Instagram's owned by them, but it seems Instagram does a yeah. better job than Facebook. Yeah. Um, in any case, anyway. I, you know, I, I, in any case, again, the last thing I'll say is to me, culturally, the significance of this is again, like what that album yeah. was showing is in a way yeah. what we've become. Exactly. Not all of us. Anything for culturally, a buck. you know, right. Facebook, you're, Actually, you know, we, we found out that their most yeah. popular post between January and March was an anti-vax post. They, they hid the information. I don't know if you saw this the other day. They wouldn't mm. release it. And finally, it came mm. out because Mark Zuckerberg only cares about making money and about power. You know, you see these people. I wonder when we talked about that anti-vaxxer. I know Alex Berenson, Glenn right. Greenwald, going to all the <laughs> grifters out there who will become anything. Candace right. Owens, right? I mean, anything. Now, I will she, actually. She's being sued right now, too. Let me throw in way. one quick point, and then, and then we should move on to Afghanistan. But sure. only to the guy's credit, not for the lawsuit per se, what he's claiming, but – I was reading about a lot of the uh, the memes out there and how they became these NFT, these non fungible token, these weird, which I still don't understand. But these sort of I still don't get. And I'm it's trying sort of to in the crypto. NFTs. I'm theoretically well educated, but I don't it's, get it. No, I don't get it. But it's sort of a crypto thing where you buy an image, but you don't own the image, and it's this whole weird thing. But what what you will recall though is a lot of the memes online, like the woman for oh my god, or my god, like oh my god. Yeah. Um, there's a, a famous one I'm not familiar with, though, of a kid in front of a burning house, a little kid. And they've been yeah, – that, um, that's familiar, but I don't remember that what. one, I think, he, he was able to sell the NFT for 500000 And the article about him and some of the other kids was that for whatever reason, the experience of growing up as a meme really freaked – the parents thought it was cute, and it really freaked the kid out. And to this day, a lot of these kids still feel like – they're really kind of weirded out and damaged a little by the fact that their their face was everywhere. And I guess, you know, when it's you like think of like some of the child actors, it's probably similar phenomenon. I, well, right? it, it could be. And again, the child actors could also be the parents are being evil. But in this case, it's, you know, uh, we've got to, I remember when I was a kid and this is, this is the thing I think people will appreciate any photo when you were a kid that your parents thought was cute, that you hated, we've got one. And I mean, I destroyed this photo and I finally had to digitally recreate it on my computer <laughs> because John went it, searching around the house. Like, well, you I were, was you eating out of the, Indiana Jones. I was eating Poppy. chicken bones out of the garbage can when I was four years old at my parents. Dude, house. What the hell's wrong with you? I know I was hungry. So I've literally got a chicken bone in my mouth and I'm looking at the camera like what? And I, I, I mean, it's a fabulous photo because it's like 1960s, those square photos with the, the cool color. And I just was so pissed because they kept showing it to people. Now, like I said, I put it together on the computer and made You're it You're a little bit again. low, John, just so you know. So speak up a little bit. I, there's, uh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to, yeah, because the mic it's, is adjusting, which is annoying itself. Um, but in any case, but I, I destroyed the photo because I was so upset with it. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh my God, I love that photo. But imagine that photo was a meme, which it could have been. And you know, you hate it until you're an adult. And for 20, for 15 years, this embarrassing photo, fo- you think it's an embarrassing photo of you is everywhere. Well, and we all have that. You know? There's no doubt. Um, yeah. and, and Whereas I this think one's that's not a, That's a different issue but, and, and yeah. one that should be discussed, you know, because again, there are kids. I mean, it's, you know, we, we it's, it, I, people who choose to have their kids model for stuff or start acting like, you, you know, you're risking stuff there, yeah. right? Yeah. You're risking, I mean, they don't have the, the right to say no. We're even careful. 
you may notice I don't ever put my kids up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I feel I like pictures what my of nieces them, and nephews too. And I used stuff. to on yeah. Facebook, and I do it a lot less now. I just feel yeah. like pictures of them that are out there that they don't, they never gave permission to be out there. Yep. You know, there's, there's, they're going to be out there forever. Yep. No, you know same what I mean? Thing. So I understand all of that. And yet that's not what this guy is saying. He's saying he was yeah. sexualized. Let's, yeah. You know? Anyway, let's move on to, yeah, we belabored this, but it's an interesting, well, I think it's an interesting story, story and worth, yeah. you know. Um, so Afghanistan, so what's interesting with Afghanistan is, as Cliff was saying in the lead in, first of all, to hear the rest of this episode, become a premium subscriber to the Unprecedented Podcast by going to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast. And with a $5 a month or more subscription, you not only support the show, but you get access to this episode and all of our premium episodes, including all of our great guests. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your support.